Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Media Podcast Network. Okay, I'm here. We made it. And let me just say, I think we all learned a valuable lesson here tonight, especially if you are a newer fan to our crazy sport of mixed martial arts. No matter how a card is going, from the beginning to the co-main event, you stick it through. Because if you stuck this one through, you retreated to two ultra-violent finishes, including Yuri Prohashka. I thought he killed Dominic Reyes. I thought he actually killed the man with that spinning back elbow. That was absolutely ferocious. Yuri Prohashka is about to fight for a UFC title in his third fight. This is unbelievable. What a crazy ending to UFC Vegas 25. And we are here to talk to all of you all about this crazy card. Wow. I'm, I, I don't even have any more words to say about that, uh, about that finish from Yuri Prohashka. That was a crazy-ass fight. I think we get a fight of the year front runner. I think we have a knockout of the year front runner. And it's just May 1st right now. Unbelievable. Anyways, I am Mike Heck, being joined right now by Jose Youngs. What's up, guys? I'm also also Andrew Rees just won. Oh. So everyone, I was very, people were excited for that. And that fight was bananas. So after this, go read all of our stuff at MMAfighting.com. And then go watch the highlights of that fight because that fight was bananas and a lot closer than it should have been. <laughs> yeah, I saw that Ruiz got dropped in the second round, and then this main event started. And good God, Casey Lyon, Ariola, on twos. Ariola oh, at one point, Ariola was fifty to one, and he was winning the fight at one point. <laughs> uh, combat sports—you just never know what you're going to get. Casey's here. I don't know if AK is here yet. No, I'm here. AK is goofing off, probably doing work and <laughs> writing yeah, articles. Doing, <laughs> writing articles, yes. All right, Casey, you nailed this one. Yuri Prohashka gets it done. And what's crazy about that fight is he looked so good in the first. Reyes kept throwing heaters at him, was landing big shots, and Prohashka was just like, okay. He would like point at him every once in a while. And then the second round, Reyes... Reyes stung him, had him on doing the chicken dance. And Reyes decided, nope, I'm just going to jump on him, get this thing to the ground. When he could have stepped back, maybe the fight would have gone a little differently. But Prohashka showing excellent strides on the ground, beat up Reyes. Reyes got back to his feet. And then 
all hell broke loose once again. And Prohashka finished this fight as violently as, as you could possibly imagine. What did you think of Yuri Prohashka's performance tonight? It's just, this is unbelievable. I've been on the Yuri kind of train for a little bit. And even I was, I'm, I'm continually shocked by how exciting and violent his fights are. Um, I mean, if 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 his chin is that durable, oh my goodness! Like I cannot wait for him. I mean, he he's just gonna be so hard to beat. And I mean, I, he absolutely had to earn a title shot tonight. I know everyone's like, oh, two UFC fights, man. Screw that. He's fought plenty of dudes. The guys came in. The guy came in ready to fight for a title. We saw it against Volkan, deaded Volkan, deaded Reyes, and he's fighting for the title next. And I, I, I was just kind of laughing to myself when, like, Biz, you know, you know, Biz being was like, "Oh, you can't fight your hands down like that." I was like, "Dude, the guy is one fight away from fighting for a title, fighting that way. That's what got him to the dance. That's what's going to get him to you know the title shot. Let the man fight that way. Is this the smartest, you know, way to fight? Considering how many shots he was taking, I mean, that chin won't hold up forever like that. But until his chin goes, good God, man, Yuri is going to be one tough cookie to beat. Oof. So exciting. Jose, Jose, like, I, I can't even describe it. Like, Dude, Dominic Reyes after finish? that first round. Go d- watch. Just the whole thing. Shout out to our good friend, Jeff Batari, who was about, like, oh, if yeah. you haven't seen the photo, I just tweeted it out. He was, like, an inch away from the blow. Dominic Reyes looks dead. And, like, dead and i know we love esther and i think she's the best of the best but i would put jeff right there behind her and my god did he capture just you you want to see a dead body type of moment but yeah jerry i mean i we i was tweeting it out i'm like i don't know how this guy is eating these punches like the, the his ability to just say f it and just start flailing around and not just flailing but like connecting with a thousand different punches is terrifying and the fact that he didn't get tired he was taking damage, but doling out damage is horrifying. It's like classic Tony Ferguson style where nothing he's doing should be working, but it is. And it's working so violently. And like, we all agree. Dominic Reyes is an elite fighter. Like the Absolutely. one of the best fighters Absolutely. on planet earth. Anthony Pettis is the same thing. Rafael Dos Anjos, same thing. Uh, like it, it, Tony Ferguson is beating him beating the, those guys, and I'm watching the highlights on my TV right now, that's why I'm looking up, and he's beating them, and you're like, how is this guy doing what he's doing, and why is it working? That's the vibe I got from Jerry Prohaska, where after the first round, I'm like, oh, he can't keep this up for five, four more rounds, and then he just decapitated a human being on national television, and imagine if this fight was on ABC. Come on. I know, I know. Bananas fight. Bananas fight. And like I said at the oh. and I said at the beginning, like I was watching the Andrew Reese Ariola fight, and then I was also watching the UFC. I'm like, wow, but like, because remember we were talking about like the trailer was the same day as Whitaker Gaslam. I'm like, God, just the worst card for counter programming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then like the Andrew Reese Ariola fight started in the first two rounds. I was like, oh, this is just this is the same thing. The UFC has terrible luck with counter programming major like high level like this is high level boxing. Mm-hmm. And then that this main event happened, or Giga Chikadze, and then the main event happened. I was like, all right, night saved. But my God, Yuri is a horrifying man. I would, I get, I completely get if he wants the title shot next and the UFC wants to make, get, have him wait. 
But if Glover and Jan are fighting in September and Yuri wants to get in another one quick and get another paycheck, I wouldn't hate if him and Ratchik were the co-main event of that card just so Yuri or Ratchik could be the standby. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know how we, we talked about that in Houston when they booked Corey Anderson and Jan the week after? And we were like, why is this not the co-main so they can all be on the same timeline? So main event, title fight, co-main event, number one contender fight slash standby. Light heavyweight division is very exciting now. Hi, AK. How are you, my friend? Oh, hello, everyone. What a main event that was. What a main That was something else. That is an understatement. <laughs> Jesus. Can you, can you explain to me, AK? And like we saw this throughout the fight, like within the first minute. Dominic Reyes looked like he got hit with a sledgehammer at the end of that first round. Like it was brutal. And somehow, even after he got wobbled and in big trouble, Yuri Prohashka actually looked better. Like when the fight was over, like his face looked better. <laughs> it was like shinier. It, it just looked better. Like, how is this possible? How is this possible? I think he's got that BJ Penn skin. I think it's like he doesn't he doesn't bleed. It doesn't crack. Uh, like you said, the 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 punches almost it's almost almost like like uh, I won't say sandpaper, but that's not that's not right. I'm buffing. Sorry, say the punches are almost buffing his face. They're buffing his lovely face. And uh, and as you said, kind of having him come out even fresher than he did before. He 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 uh, sort of said in the interview with, with Paul Felder afterwards that he was kind of like, oh, you know, he wish he hadn't gotten hit so much and so then. But I just said, Mike, you almost couldn't tell. You know, uh, he's the guy is is an anomaly. He's an enigma. I mean, whatever you know, word you want to use for saying this guy is is one of a kind. Uh, he's he's almost the evolutionary Keith Jardine as far as people saying like, oh, his style, like it doesn't look like it should work. And it's like, how is he landing some of these strikes from the angles he's throwing from? But he's got a lot more power than I think Jardine used to have. Uh, and again, I think there's I think the technique is even more evident. I think um, I'm I was still surprised. We were talking about this before the show that uh, the commentary during the Uzdemir fight uh, last time, they were kind of like, oh, what's this guy doing? You know, he's getting us into trouble. And I thought they were done with that. But even tonight, they were like, oh, he should get his hands up and and it looks cool. But I mean, is he really effective? And he was like lighting Reyes up. And I'm like, what are they talking about? His style, his style is what it is. I mean, you might want to say no one else should try it. But for Yuri Prohachka, it is clearly the perfect style. It, it's kick-ass style, which I mean, which you can't argue against. I would give all four bonuses to Yuri Prohashka. You got to give Giga Chikadze, obviously, one of the bonuses. But it's, I mean, th th these are probably the easiest bonuses we've ever picked. It's Giga, it's Yuri, and then the fight of the night is Main event. Yuri and Reyes. Yeah. It's Yuri for, is... For Kamaka and Brown. Or for Kamaka. Yeah, Kamaka and Brown. Yeah, seriously. Poor Kamaka. Jeez, gets screwed over. And, and I feel bad... Oh. That fight, was that fight today? You can say it. You can <laughs> say it. I, just, I feel bad for Brown because that was an amazing fight, but he didn't win the fight. <laughs> yeah, it was, was funny great, about it was a great, fight. That, great effort. Yeah. 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 What's funny about that whole thing is Eric Nixick was not happy with the judges, and then after Giga Chikadze finished Cub Swanson, Eric Nixick goes on. He goes, Adelaide Bird still scored it for scored the round for Cub Swanson. <laughs> But Adelaide Bird was the one judge who gave it. I who gave he, the he thirty missed. to twenty seven the Kamaka. Delete, delete, delete the tweet. Delete the tweet. Delete it. I know. I, no I, one I, get, I get the joke, but you, you missed it. You missed. It. <laughs> I saw a bunch of people saying that though. I saw a lot. I mean, I tweeted out immediately. I said, I said, I think Adelaide Bird got this one right. And I saw a lot of people, not response to me, just in general in the, in the line saying like, "Oh, Adelaide Bird struck again." And I couldn't tell if they just didn't agree with the thirty twenty seven call, 
or they just assumed that she scored a 30-27 for Brown. Because, again, look, we give Adelaide Bird a, a lot of criticism. I think a lot of it justified. I think she was at least, even if you don't agree with the 30-27, I think she picked that fight right. I think I think uh, uh, Kamaka won, and she had the 30-27 Kamaka. So let's give Adelaide Bird a little bit of a break tonight, I think. Yes, and we have a robbery review, I, I assume, coming. Yes. Forthcoming I think we have to. I, have to. Yes. I think we have to. The people have demanded it. So, I, I, okay, real so quick, at this real point. Quick, real quick, I, I love the comments coming in from everyone watching and stuff, but guys, stop saying Dominic Reyes sucks or he's got a glass chin or all that oh. crap. That's just some. Um, you, you, no. you guys are being just crappy <laughs> no MMA way. fans, just bad MMA fans. He fought in a freaking war tonight and he lost. That's all that that's all that happened. He lost to maybe the best two or fiver in the world. We don't know yet. But that's all. Don't stop saying that Dom Reyes sucks. You guys are just being jerks. It's just that's all. I just gotta get that out. Gotta get that out of my system. <laughs> this I don't this care. was a good I don't card. care who you are. Yeah. I don't care who you are. You're getting yeah. knocked out by that spinning yeah. Yeah. ball. Yeah, just, I mean, that was this, clean. And Reyes landed a lot of shots that I think would have dropped or at least wobbled a lot of other yeah. light heavyweights, but not not Prochka. And again, not just because Prochka has a great chin. I do think he has a gift also for sort of slipping shots and making, you know, sort of almost like Anderson Silva used to do, where it's like it looked like it landed clean, but if you know, if you you know he knows what he's doing and mm-hmm. probably didn't land as cleanly as we thought. So that kind of gift. But again, I thought this card like was good. I thought I thought we, we all said on paper this looks like a lot of competitive fights, and we got a lot of competitive fights, and there's maybe a couple of Maybe a couple of snoozers, but that's okay. That happens on every, like a lot of uh, any MMA card. I don't want to say UFC, like any MMA card. So I actually thought this card was really, but think it was capped off by two super exciting like finishes. Yeah. I mean, I think the, it's, it's tough when the first fight is really good and really interesting because the first fight mm-hmm. of the night between Luke Sanders and uh, Kolaris was crazy. And then like, it's hard to like follow that up. And I think that's yeah. what a lot of these fighters had to deal with. And then we had like the one finish before the co-main event was, was the DQ. Uh, which that obviously we don't call that a finish, game. right? That's yeah. a finish. It's not even technically a finish. Is it a finish? I mean, the fight finished. It's not well, a, finish. a stoppage, a stoppage. And then we a had stoppage, a split draw right. and it's like, Oh man, like this is just a wild night. And, and then of course, last and Marcus Pinero was really exciting. I think up until that horrible foul, that, that was, ter- that was looking like it was going to be a really good fight as well. Which fight? Uh, the Pinero Marcos fight. That was a good fight up until the DQ. I thought Marcos was, was oh. going to say she couldn't see. I thought Mark. I thought they were going to wave it off. Then she had a big old cut on her eye on her eyelid too. I was like, dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm sure we'll get thought, to that later. But yeah, um, there's I, just so I, much. I, to talk I, about. I mean, I saw people griping about the card. I honestly, I mean, I thought for a fight night, I thought it was it was an above average fight night for sure. I, I thought it was a good. I thought it was a a good fight night on paper, and I thought it delivered. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, listen. Agreed. We had UFC two. We had UFC two sixty one a week ago. Following that is like impossible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I thought, all things considered, this one did a pretty damn good job. Um, obviously, Prohashka's got options. If he wants to come back and take another fight, he can. If he wants to wait and fight for the belt, he can certainly do that. For Dominic mm-hmm. Reyes, coming out of this one, he's lost three in a row. This was a bad knockout. This is one of the worst, like just one of the worst knockouts just from a aesthetic perspective that you're going to see in this sport. I mean, it was yeah. just violent. He was down. It took him a while to get back to his feet. At this point, Casey, let me ask you this. Do, do we kind of like, do we give him the Calvin Cater treatment right now? We just, we don't want to see him for, for a while, like keep him out maybe the rest of the year after a knockout like that. Like he's been knocked out 
viciously two fights in a row. Yeah. This one was really bad. Do that we kind of just slow roll him and let him take the rest of the year off? Yeah, well, it's going to be at least six months for sure. I mean, getting knocked out of – I mean, first of all, it wasn't like a – I want to say a flash knockout, say like when Wei Li got knocked out uh, last week. Was that last week? Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, when Wei Li got knocked out, you know, that was kind of a flash knockout. And since, like, no, there wasn't a lot of, you know, because of brain damage, you know, it's just one shot, really. But, no, Reyes just took, you know, a full round of that beating and then a lot way into the second round took a big beating. And just because he has such a, you know, a giant heart, you know, and just could continue fighting. But getting hit of an elbow like that, like, that is just, that is, that's hard, man. I, yeah, I, that's a bad, that's, that's a, it's a bad loss to your, for your body. Yeah, that, that's going to be a while for him to come back. Um, and I, and I, I hope, um, man. Don Reyes, he's he's such a, he's such a he's he's just a decent he's a decent dude you know and uh, uh, man I feel bad for Don Reyes I mean I, I was picking Yuri but when but he, these guys are humans you know they're they're people they have lives they have families friends you know it just uh, I just it, it's 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 it was it was a uh, that looked bad that looked bad that's as a mean elbow mean 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 elbow. I just went to the UFC news Twitter page just to see if the bonuses popped up. I mean, we already know what they're probably going to be. And I just saw the photo that Jose was talking about mm. of Rashka landing that elbow. Oh my God. Go look at that picture. <laughs> it's insane. Well, dude, just a week ago, we were talking about knockout of the year. And then <laughs> look at this, you know, we are, oh, this, is, this is right. I mean, this a, is the knockout of the year. I, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. And they're all right yeah, there. I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, if we're talking about like a like Usman High has level, like the I one mean, punch knockout of the year, no doubt about it. Yeah. But I mean, a spinning back elbow, only been three of these in UFC history. Whew. Good God. That was and, that and, was something and, else. And that was that's a proper technique too. That's I mean, that's a that's actually a, just a kind of a general just regular Muay Thai technique. As soon as you kind of come off, you kind of have your back to the guy, you just whoom, just swing that elbow around. And uh, Reyes just was just well. That just when you, when you're beat up for that long, you just he just wasn't mentally there to go. As soon as that back turns of your opponent, you know, hands up, hands up all the time. Um, that was almost reminiscent of. Um, I mean, I know it wasn't elbow, but I think of like King Mo and uh, uh, Emmanuel and Newton. You know, kind of just just backing away and just throwing that back fist. You know, it's just. God, I love I love I love spinny shit. I love spinny shit. Does, does this mean Yuri? <laughs> does that mean Yuri's gonna get really into the Illuminati now? I'm pretty that's sure. What I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure the Illuminati isn't is in his in his is uh, antenna. I'm sure, that's where the that, Illuminati lives. Because <laughs> that is exact. That's what happened to Emmanuel Newton after he got that knockout. Yeah. <laughs> Casey, did you enjoy all the uh, the Christoph Jocko spinning stuff we saw? Because he was throwing some wild techniques out tonight. <laughs> Some of them landed. I think he almost hit, almost kind of hit the Yair elbow. He did land it. He did that. That was yeah, cool. Yeah. That was cool. But um, he was throwing some stuff. He was, was throwing some stuff. But he was, had to. It was that's stuff. It was stuff. Yeah, like I'll call fight. it stuff. Yeah, we'll call it that. He he knew he was technically like Rickland was a technically better striker. So I love I love that he's just like you know what I'm not gonna get picked apart here. I'm just gonna throw stuff out and whatever. If he loses, he ended up losing a decision anyway. It would have been the same if he tried to have like conservative, you know, striking style and. I love that. that was, there was really some really enjoyable fights tonight. Yeah. 
the bonuses are out. They are what, what, what we thought they were. Fight of the night, main event, performances of the night, Prahashka and Giga Chikadze. Mm. Uh, 50 Gs for uh, for those gentlemen, 100 Gs for Yuri. So I guess like mm. for Dominic Reyes, like if there is a silver lining, you got an extra 50 Gs. But man, hopefully uh, he is he does he he comes back and you know he's all good and obviously positive vibes to uh to Dominic Reyes after that fight. Yeah, just for his uh, health. What about that, that was, yeah, just I mean just I know I know career wise he's bummed out, but that's a that yeah I'm 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 literally I'm actually worried about Dom's health. Like, that was that was a beating. You know, just and to go out like that for a guy that tough when they go out, that means they got hit hard. Good God! Yeah, sorry. That was a that was a brutal one. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May seventeenth, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, well, let's talk about Giga Chikadze. Finishes Cub Swanson in just over a minute. I mean, come on. Do you guys, come on. I mean, thank you. That's all I needed. <laughs> Listen, I'm wrong sometimes. Sometimes? This time I was on, an, time I was on the <laughs> island. This time I was on the island. I didn't expect Giga to stop Cub Swanson. I thought Giga would win a decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, I certainly didn't see him finishing Cub in a minute. But here we are. Giga Chikadze gets a big win. What did you think, Jose? Uh, I mean, I'm a big mark for Giga Chikadze. Didn't think that would happen. Was did I know he was capable of it? 100%. But man, I picked Cub to win just because I thought like strength of competition, and I just showed you that every fight is different. Because Giga Chikadze, what didn't he start his UFC career with like two split decisions, victories? Uh, and then he even fought like a bantamweight in Jacksonville on short notice, and he fought that guy to a decision. And then he just got his first stoppage win, his last fight, and then he beats Cub Swanson faster and more dominantly than he did in any of his other previous fights. So uh, the man's only getting better. I tweeted, I want to see him fight the winner of Burgos and Barbosa very badly. Don't know if that will happen. He called out Cater Holloway. Don't know if that will happen. I think Cater's obviously a more realistic opponent, but I still think Cater might be a little higher up in the rankings. But if Cater just wants to get back in there against a red-hot opponent, then F it. Gage Jakazi is literally, he's, he's speaking on my TV right now as we speak. So, uh, yeah, Gage Jakazi rules, and I can't wait to see who he fights next, and I hope it's against a, a high-level striker that can match him uh, technique for technique. Yeah, Giga took the old college application approach with his callouts. Like he shot for Max Holloway, but then like Calvin Cater was like his backup school, like the <laughs> University of Calvin Cater. And uh, 
I mean, he's probably not going to get either of those fights. I mean, because Cater, we probably won't see him till late fall, early winter, November, maybe. We'll see what happens. I'm hoping to get a chance to to see those fine folks a week from today. That's the plan at this point. So maybe we'll get an update on Calvin and all all that fun stuff. But I like what your, a performance I like, from Gigi Kadze. I, like, I liked your suggestion, Mr. Heck. You put out there earlier. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, so I know me and AK do the matchmaking thing, but and maybe this won't happen now, but <laughs> I feel like featherweight isn't quite where Bantamweight is, but I think it's pretty damn close. Like you got you got the 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 heads up top, you got the hallways and the and the vulc the Oh, sorry. Punch. Oh, Mr. Heck, your 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 Wi Fi is no, the internet has betrayed us. Oh no. AK, take over, take over. What was he gonna say? He was about oh, wait, he okay. was about to take us on a journey. Oh, there's okay, you go. You're, 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 you're back. You're back. Okay. You're you're taking yes. a, you're, you you okay. started the journey. Continue. <laughs> a matchmaking journey. Yeah, yes. I don't know. Nah. Yes. <laughs> Giga versus Zabit. Uh I don't know if that's gonna happen based on reports from Russia. because uh, I guess the beat's leaning towards retirement, perhaps. Here's we'll what, what, here's what I, I was gonna say. Uh, I was going to wait if someone asked a question about Zabit specifically, but uh, word around the Russian media when we were on Fight Island is like that was probably going to happen. I'm honestly surprised the Zabit news came out so late because on Fight Island, they're like, Zabit's never going to fight again. That's what all the Russian media was saying then. So I my lean towards him not fighting in the UFC ever again, unfortunately. In the UFC or is he well, retiring? Retiring. Retiring. Okay. No, yeah, was apparently, apparently the thing was he saw, and this is what a bunch of them told me, is uh, Zabit saw how much Habib's life changed uh, and the fame terrified him. Like he, mm. he just saw how like he couldn't leave his house without being recognized. And he goes, this is not what I want in my life. Wow. Crazy. That's some, that, that's some serious uh, deep look within themselves to, to make a decision yeah. like that. If that's true, anyways, I respect that so much. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But the suggestion I put it on Twitter, if, if you guys miss it, is, and I know I'm, I'm sure we're not going to see this now because they don't like to put two, two prospects up against each other, especially two guys like this. But sometimes you just got to see what happens. And I would love to see a stylistic matchup between Giga Chikadze and Bryce Mitchell. Like that would just be a sick fight. Hmm. Like the striking of Jakadze, and I know Mitchell just fought Andre Feely, and Andre Feely's a, a, a very good striker in his own right, but he ain't Giga Jakadze. Giga Jakadze is an elite level kickboxer, and then Bryce Mitchell is just a suffocation machine on the mat. So I'd love to see how Giga would do it. And, and Giga fought Jamal Emmers and, and had to deal with that in his second UFC fight. And Emmers is, is a tough matchup for a lot of these guys at 145. So I get that. It was a split decision. A lot of people thought Jamal Emmers won that fight. I thought Jamal Emmers won that fight. But at this point, after a win like that, I would be really interested to see what that matchup would look like. I'm leaning more towards what Jose is thinking. I think we're going to see the winner of Barboza Burgos fight Giga Chikadze. But, oh, what about Ryan Hall? That would be interesting, too. We don't know what the hell is happening with him. We don't know if the uh, Aliyah Taporia fight is is a real thing or not. I, we haven't been able to confirm Ryan Hall's side of that fight. So I don't even know if that fight's happening. But if it's not, I like it. I like an it. option. I like it. I like. I just want Ryan Hall to fight. I don't care who. <laughs> just okay. I'm so we'll I'm, I'm, Oh, um, uh, but referring back to your um your internet issues, um, Suzanne, 
<laughs> I need that. I need that AOL. I need that AOL landline stuff. See, AK knows what's going on. AK knows what's up. Yeah, I see. You get it. <laughs> but damn good win for Giga Chikadze. Super impressive stuff. Gets it done. He wanted the name. He wanted the step up. He got it and he delivered, man. That's all you can ask for. Oh, I just would say super highly technical kick. Set it up at the high roundhouse. Then went to the body. It was just great. And then it was it was very similar to a, um, I don't know if, if all the fans remember Kakuno. He fought in Dream. Um, but that Kakuno kick, they kind of hit the ball of the, uh, kind of the ball of the foot right at the kind of kidney rib area. And those things hurt so much. They're hard. To, they're really actually hard to kick because if you throw the kick, it's, it just kind of feels unnatural and it feels like it can break your toes when you kick into the body like that. But if you do it right, it hurts so much. And um, I, yeah, I actually um, a couple a uh, year and a half ago, I was up at training at, up at Jackson's um, in Albuquerque, and they were kicking me like over and over for, just to try out the kick. And the next day, my entire body was just covered in bruises <laughs> just from practicing the kick. So, and Cub's such a tough dude, you know. So, uh, yeah, that, 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 is, that is a vicious, uh, now the Giga kick. But, yeah. I, I'd never heard him, uh, Swanson, make a sound like that before. Because there was like an audible, like, like he got hit. And uh, it's in the apex, of course, so you're going to hear, you know, we're back in the, you know, with no fans. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was like a. Ugh, I can't even I'll, I can't even replicate it. Yeah. But then, <laughs> one more time, you don't you don't hear fighters. It was it was, it was like it's like a, eh. you don't hear fighters. I know I change it every time. So, so you know, put those three together, and you had some idea of the sound that that Cub made. You just don't hear fighters react like that. I mean, that's how you know it was it was. I really wish the referee had jumped in a little bit sooner because, I mean, Cub wasn't getting back up. You know, if if mm-hmm. if, uh, if Giga had backed up, I mean, it was going to be over. He didn't need to do the follows, right? And I don't blame. I'm saying I'm not. Giga, it's not Giga's fault. The fact that the referee didn't step in. If I'm Giga, I'm like, well, I can't take any chance that to go on an end strike. But yeah, that's how accurate um, how accurate that was. And I think uh, it, the fight was what seven, sixty-three seconds. I think breaking Very down minute, those seconds yeah. be really fun. Yeah, but it's gonna be really fun breaking those down, like you said, how he set it up because a lot happened actually in that first minute. Um, just looking at like what they what they both like you know again like you said his movement and how he set everything up it was it was a beauty to watch. Yeah, he's just so good from the outside, and if you can't get in there, man, he'll just pick you apart like that all night long. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Giga is calling out everybody. He said Max. <laughs> now he wants to fight next week, uh, and even added Yair Rodriguez's name to the mix. So, Ooh, oh, Giga Yair, that is an excellent fight too. Um, do you think Giga's gonna be one of those guys that the because he obviously wants to fight someone ahead of him, you know, uh, you know, ahead in the rankings? Who do you think's willing to take that fight though to fight someone, you know, that that risky, basically, you know, high risk, low reward? That'd be a guy um, that is coming off an L that's still highly ranked, like a Calvin Cater, that uh, <laughs> or like what um, crap. Like, like a Dominic Reyes against Yuri. Like Yuri is so dangerous and unknown, but he's coming off back-to-back losses that he just he can't afford to say no at that point in his career. It's got to be something like that. Cater's uh, probably the guy. It's just not going to happen. Um, AK, real you know, quick, can, AK, real quick. Can, can you um, can you block? No, this? we're not. Just, just I was just saying it. we just, just we got to start ignoring it. Just 
block this, it. He just, just wants this. This child just wants attention. <laughs> Is he? Here's. I'm gonna fill you. I'm gonna fill you in on how the millennials talk. Pretty oh, okay. much anyone born oh, post oh. 19. Pretty much anyone born post 1990 just wants attention, and they're gonna say whatever they want to get attention. So <laughs> you did that. You did yourself a disservice by giving this individual attention because now he won't do it. That is how social media works. A lot of people tweet nonsense because what do they want, gentlemen? Oh man, attention! So don't give it to them. End of end of. uh, If anyone else born pre nineteen ninety needs another lesson in how the internet works, Professor Jose Young is here to help. You have gone in on social media today, and I and I applaud it. I mean, I'm not. I think you've spoken a lot of truths today, sir. Uh, but Casey, regarding who's gonna take who would take a fight with Giga, I mean, buddy, you just you just need a savage. You know, I mean? you need a savage. You know who's taking that? You know who's taking that call? One Jeremy Stevens. Like he's 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 available. I'm just saying he kind of freed himself up. I heard he had a fight recently. And it, it, it fell through for whatever reason. So I'm just saying he's he's ready to fight. I bet he'd be ready to fight next week. He is if a Giga savage. That. That's, that's what savages he's do. A savage. They show they, they fight every. Yeah. Week. So they they obviously announced the Arizona card today, and I thought the Jakar close mm. Jeremy. Stevens would be a perfect uh, uh, ESPN headliner because Drakkar obviously trains here in Phoenix. But if Drakkar is not ready to come back, Giga Jeremy Stevens on ESPN that as a featured prelim. Hmm. When is that? What's the date for that? June twelfth. June twelfth. So it June. is so. Yeah, don't worry, Casey. It's the week after Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather, so you won't have to miss that. Oh man, crisis averted. Um, yeah, Drakkar. When I spoke Dude, with Drakkar, by the way, said, we, we've mentioned July both Paul August. brothers now. <laughs> we did. <laughs> yeah, and and we just saw a comment that said they want to yeah. see Josh Fabia against Jack Paul, whoever. <laughs> oh, the, the stepbrother. Can I? Can I? Can I read Jack this? Paul. Can I read this brilliant tweet that I just want to follow? I'm sorry, it's not fire related, but I want to follow up on Jose's. I think he, I think he's hitting stick here, and I know we do a lot of these shows, and this is going to get lost in the ether. But there was a tweet from a guy named Ed Lattimore. Uh, this is earlier this week, where he wrote, he said, "A lot of people are a holes." He didn't say a hole on Twitter because they're dealing with unresolved trauma. Here, their words cause a reaction that gets them attention they can't get in their real life, and attention and love look the same to someone not used to receiving either. So I'm not saying that's what happened with today's troll, but uh, <laughs> I thought I think that's kind of reflects sort of a lot of what uh, what Jose is saying. So something to think about. Think about that tweet. Ed, 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 Jed Mashu. <laughs> Jed Mashu. What? <laughs> oh, oh no, we're not naming names. We're not naming. Names. I did. We're not naming names. I did. No, I just this is a place of love. I was saying it. This is a place of, of love and understanding. You may want to get that cough checked out. This is a place of love and understanding where all are welcome. We needed like the. Uh, the old school NBC, the more you know, graphic in the background. Yeah. yeah. After after mm. you read that, AK. Bung bung yeah. bung. Zombie versus Giga. That's fun. Zombies booked against Ige, against Danny Gay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the they, they well, yeah. we know that. Yeah. I featherweight, still, featherweight, to look at in the future. Featherweight, featherweight thumps. Anything between one thirty five and one seventy absolutely rules right now. Yeah, I can't, can't wait for that featherweight title fight in 2023. Man, <laughs> Bant, yo, and and weights again today. Freaking yo, Marab and Cody. God, what a competitive, what a high level, just super competitive hey, fight. Like, stop, oh stop skipping gosh. down, stop skipping the fights. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought we were okay. I broke the format about, of the show. Um, this, the, um, oh yes, our man. The, come here. Oh yes, Mike, get us back on track. I apologize, Mike, get us back on track. I'm sorry. 
Okay, so we we talked about the co-main event. We got the split draw. Iwan Kutalaba, Dustin Jacoby. There you we, have it. Do we, we, we agree with the split draw? I scored yes. a draw. So did I'm I. fine with the draw. But that first round had to be a 10-8, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I had 10-8 and then 10-9, 10-9. Yeah, yeah, actually, and only I, one judge did it. Only one judge gave him a ten eight. Yeah, I, I I scored the third round for Kudalaba, but I probably wasn't paying attention. <laughs> was it, it was competitive. Was, it was competitive. I think I, I would have given Jacob the I, last two, but I don't I don't think that's crazy at all. Okay, okay. I thought because I saw everyone had a uh, twenty either twenty eight twenty eight or um I yeah no issue with that. But what I do have an issue yeah. with is while I I'm not one of those I hate draws. What sucks is the UFC and this is just promoters in general. Not just UFC in particular, they treat it like a loss in the sense that they only get mm. paid their show money. So the UFC yep. just saved the UFC saved uh, you know a buck to so that kind of sucks. So when it, you know draws are you know fine, but they go home like it's a loss. So that sucks. Yeah, here's my one issue with the scores, and it wasn't like the twenty nine twenty eight was somewhat egregious for Kudalaba. I didn't like, it wasn't a disaster scorecard giving Giga. I mean, given not Giga giving <laughs> Iwan Kutalaba the second round was disastrous. No way. You won the second round. Yeah. Yeah. That's what one of the, I think the judges oh. scored, the judges scored it for Kutalaba gave him one and two. Oh, that's a bad score then. Okay. That's a bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, was, it was a third round. That was kind of a toss up. Uh, we thought, but, and if the first round was a 10, eight, so, um, See if Rob Tatum was a judge. Easy tonight. <laughs> Mike Mike Bisping's favorite uh, favorite MMA Twitter personality, Rob Tatum. Shout out to Rob Tatum. No, everyone likes Good Rob. For Rob. <laughs> Rob got the rub. Uh, so yeah, that was a draw. Fun. It seemed like uh, we we even got a, a glove touch at the beginning of the third round after all the hostility at the at the, at the faceoffs. So that was nice. Run to see. It, it looks like they have squashed the beef, but they should just run that damn run thing back because that was fun. Um, Sean Strickland, good win over Christoph Jocko. Does it really? Does, there you go. Does it move him? I think he kind of stays the same, whatever ranking he was. I don't think it really. Yeah. It just kind of all right. It happened. You got a win. Got a nice paycheck, but I don't think we did. We learn anything from Strickland. That was. Did a, he not I mean, talk much? Did he not talk much tonight? Am I crazy? Was he not talking? No, he fight? was. He was. He was much more subdued all around. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like even the all, even the post fight interview, like remember we were talking about his goofy like post fight interview with Bisping. He was pretty much just like, "I'll fight whoever." Like that's all he said. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, at least make us hate you. <laughs> Say something that makes you makes us want to watch you fight. <laughs> I think yeah. Strickland. I is love. Kind of, oh. I love being a UFC fighter. Is what he said. I love being a yeah. UFC fighter. I wake up every day and I'm just like, oh, thank you, thank you for <laughs> making me a UFC fighter. I think Strickland's kind of in that in that kind of that kind of middle area where like he wants to kind of talk shit and you know you know do that thing, but then it just comes out very awkward. And I don't know, it's like just just be your kind of weird, broy, awkward self, Mister Strickland. I, that's that's the way to go. Don't <laughs> just don't don't fake trash talk or anything or like you know. Brendan Allen took the coward's way out by heel hooking a gentleman. You know, no, just, <laughs> I was like, oh, I think I, I, I was on your side, Sean Strickland. <laughs> but um, no, good, good win. Um, I still don't, I still don't. You know, people asked earlier. You know, is Sean Strickland a future title contender? Nothing I saw tonight kind of said that, but clearly he's a quality, he's a quality middleweight, and um, it seems like he's coming to that frame very well. Yeah, he should fight a rank guy. 
He's fanged. He's 15 if, right now. He should fight. He should fight somebody else top 15 next. Maybe sure. I'd say I like the Jacare, the winner of Jacare and his opponent, or the winner of um, who's Brad Tavares fighting? Akhmedov, Amari. Yeah, aren't they like yep. 14, 15, something like that? I think that that, 13, that would be a good scrap too. Yeah, I think that'd be a good scrap. Unfortunately, Brandon Allen's probably like ranked right below him. <laughs> He's not gonna get that fight. Heinish wouldn't be a bad fight either. That would just be a high action fight. I like Heinish, yeah. I mean, there's a there's an interesting 85 fight coming up next week, too. Um Dacus and Phil Haas. Like if Dacus wins, Dacus and Strickland mm. would be a pretty interesting fight. Ooh, Dacus and Phil Haas. That's a that's a cool fight. Yeah, I like that. So that'll be fun. Yeah, but I like the 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 middleweight division. You know, outside. You know, we kind of had this not bottleneck, but we kind of the top five guys were kind of the same. But no, now the um the other the five through fifteen guys are starting to really shift around and starting to make some moves. So that's exciting. And then uh, kicking off the main card, AK take this one, my man, Marab Dualish Willie gets so a excited. decision win over yes. uh, Cody Stamen. It's amazing that Marab is already in that stage where he knows he has an A-plus skill, his wrestling. Like he'll, Whoever he's fighting, he can always go to his wrestling and try and get out a win. So that's, that's, that's in the bank. He's, I think in the, in the Dodson fight, too, he also showed a bit of stand-up. So it's like he's having fun now and just like, well, I, I have this base and I, now I can show some, you know, I can play around in the feet a little bit. You know, you, it's, of course, you never want him to get in that range where he gets away from his strength too much and gets like randomly knocked out by somebody. But his striking does look pretty good. You know, there's confidence. He's a good athlete. Um, Stamen, I think, was the right test for him. Again, a solid striker, not an overwhelming striker. So if it was someone that he wanted to, again, who did he did want to try and show his striking with, that's that's the guy to do it. Um, and also a good wrestler. So it's not it's like it's not like it's somebody he could totally dominate with his wrestling. I think he had uh, five takedowns uh, in total, which is a lot. But uh, I believe it was uh, Mike Carroll, statistician extraordinaire on Twitter, who said like that's that's the second least that um Marab has had in a in a fight. So that would be like a career best for most people for Marab five takedowns like that. That was an off day. But I mean he wasn't trying to rely on his wrestling. Um and it was just a great scrap, you know, 135. We 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 thought this would be a great matchup going in and it just was so again, I was I was already saying this earlier. So 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 high level. I mean you got to love this stuff. I thought it was such a fine opener and I think Marab is the real deal. I mean, I'll I'll be shocked, shocked if he never fights uh for UFC title. Yeah, it was a good fight. And again, I, I it was a tough read because I mean I felt like if Stamen was gonna like take that risk, you know what I mean? Like he's just not a risk taker. He's just not that guy that's just gonna do anything out of the ordinary. Like what you see is what you get. He's solid everywhere. He's a solid he's a very good fighter. But he's just I don't know. Like if, if you made like a list of pros and cons for Cody Stamen, like there's not a lot of cons. There's like none. He's just mm-hmm. he's just a very good fighter. Like he's a very technical fighter. He does everything right. But that next gear for some reason is just not there. Like Marab is just a freak. You got to do some spe- like you have to have a special performance to beat that guy. You got to do, do something you guys think, out of the ordinary. Do you guys think Marab needs a finish before he really gets taken seriously by the matchmakers is like cuz again, I think he's had some dominating wins, but I wonder does he need that highlight reel like t- you know, just even like a ground and pound TKO or some like a, a, a like a powerful submission. Do you guys think he needs that before, you know, the matchmakers really go like okay, let's elevate him in the top 10. Let's give him a dominant cruise. Um do you think that matters? I think every fighter needs that before they mm. they get to, they get to that kind of those marquee names, those Put them on, put them on a pay per view as a co main or 
No, no, but even as a fight night, as a co-main, you know, he's not I me. Mean, he opened up a, I mean, ranking wise, this should have been the co-main tonight, um, Stamen and Marab, but it wasn't because the, like you said, the matchmakers just, as far as fan interest, they don't feel that the fan interest is there for those gentlemen, even though they're, you know, ranking, ranking wise outside of the main event, they shouldn't have been the co-main event. So, um, yeah, Marab needs something. He, yeah, he he needs a, he needs a big finish. I mean, I mean, look at look at Habib. How many wins did Habib need before he started? We he was like a prelim guy forever, you know. Usman, Usman yep. was a prelim guy forever, you know, or, or or early fight night guy, you know. Um, so yeah, he just yeah, every fighter needs that kind of big win. Yeah, it's just I mean, one bantamweight's tough. And, it's and tough it's, to like. Yeah, and it's freaking bantamweight, the, the, the best division in the world too. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and and Casey Kenny got the Dominic Cruz fight, and I don't think he has any finishes in the UFC. He's good, good fighter. But I don't I think, think he's got any not, finishes. I think he needs to, something like because, uh, like you talked about Usman and Habib, and they like did the UFC favors a lot. Like when like Habib would fight like what Daryl Horcher on like four days notice just to mm-hmm. stay on the card, or like uh, Usman cut weight, serves a backup, and then took fights against RDA and. Uh, Damian Maya in like Chile and then like a tough finale. So like he did the UFC's favors. So when the UFC when Colby turned the fight down in January, they're like, okay, Usman did us like you want this? We know you'll say yes. You said yes to everything else. So uh, he needs to be he needs something like that to fall on his lap too. Uh, so the UFC can trust him and then kind of you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Um, the political side of the Stan- game he needs to work on. <laughs> And I think staying active is is very important for yeah. him too, because he only fought once in 2019. He was active in 2020. Like most people forget that he fought three times in 2020. He fought in February, he fought in June, and then he fought in August, and then he was off for nine months. I mean, he, of course, you know, he was supposed to fight in December before Cody got injured, so that fight was off the table. Then he was supposed to fight Barzola, and then Barzola, who like couldn't mm. get cleared by the commission because he had a medical suspension, so that was off. And then they rebooked the Stamen fight for February and Marab caught like a gnarly bout of COVID, like a really bad one that put him on his ass for like a couple of weeks. He was in really bad shape. And then there we go. So yeah, if he can come back quick and run off another win or two, I think, I think he can get some of those big fights and I think he can get, I think he can get a top 10 fight right now. I think he, I think they're going to throw him a bone. I don't even, I don't think he's going to get Dominic Cruz, but I think he'll get somebody in the top 10 next. Cruz is sitting at nine. I think I don't. I think Cruz kind of he kind of he already kind of fought someone behind him. Now I think it's time for you know to fight back to back guys behind him for Cruz. But I, I threw out the name Frankie Edgar. Is that crazy? Marab I think Frankie's Frankie. still covering from getting well need in the face. How long ago was that? Give it two more months. I'm just saying. And and Rob's not a knockout guy, you know. So I'm just just tossing you know, Mark, you, you, got, you got the Long Island New Jersey rivalry right there I guess I'm, I, I'm excited about Marab I'd watch it and I think Marab well, if we're gonna if we're, Marab's if we're excited gonna too Frankie- I, I, I like his personality too I mean I know I, is, that, is that beard new you had the beard tonight right yeah yeah I like the beard bearded Marab beard works it works if, on if we're gonna give Dominic Cruz like, or Frank Yeager like two months to recover why not just make the Dominic Cruz fight because they're like right next to each other in the rankings Cruz Edgar Jose, and then there are Jose that breaks then, that breaks that breaks the golden rule. I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but a lot of things were a lot of rules were broken today. Uh, I bet he gets like a Sunsau or Munoz. A Sunsau's got to fight. Does that? That's right. Munoz maybe. Munoz makes sense. 
Munoz, well, Munoz, Munoz is, is, is interesting. Reco- Munoz, I think, is recovering from something because he, I don't think he turned the um, O'Malley fight down for some reason, and then O'Malley is apparently booked with someone else. Are yeah, O'Malley's saying he's fighting Cruz, but we don't know if that's actually true or not. Um, and from what I understand, and I believe our good friend James Lynch talked to Corey Sandhagen this past week, Sandhagen said he was when Dillashaw was removed from the fight, the UFC offered him Pedro Munoz as a replacement for next Saturday. And Sandhagen said, no, I want to wait for TJ, which is going to be smart on his end. Yeah, Bantamweight rules. There's just, it's going to be so hard to match make a lot of these guys. Like, cause it's so many people that happen to fight down. Like if you look at like yeah. the top 10, Sterling, current champ, Jan, former champ, Garbrandt, former champ, Aldo, former champ, Edgar, former champ, yeah. Cruz, former champ. Like, What's that? Six former champions in the top ten. Someone's got to fight down. Yeah, and Rob Font's about to fight yep. uh, Cody Garbrandt yep. later on this month. So if he if he beats Cody Garbrandt, good lord, and he's Marlon right there. Still, Marlon still has to come back at some point. Oh yeah, Marlon. Aldo's yep. still not matched up. Kyler Phillips is undefeated. Cheeto Vera is still out there kicking legs. Kyler has a fight. Does he? Yeah, he is fighting. Hold on, I gotta see. Is he not, is he not the one facing us? He's fighting. He's fighting. He's fighting. He's fighting. Rafael Santos. Yeah, that's right. Yep, yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm into it. Rob versus uh, Jimmy Rivera know, is interesting. Yeah, but I know where uh, Jimmy Rivera uh, just beat Stamen, so I, I, that would make sense. Uh, I know we're not on the um, questions portion of the show yet, but I just had to read it because I don't think we're going to, we, I don't think we're going to formally answer this question uh, from Gino. Would MMA fighting even bother to do a post fight show next week? That card sucks. S U X. Oh, come on, Gino. <laughs> no, stop it. That's not, what is the card? If, have they officially, I'm, lo- I'm, I'm looking they at Wikipedia right now. The card next week at all. No, oh, yeah, they, they, no, didn't, they didn't even, oh, you're right. Wow. <laughs> well, because, and so I, be- I think, one of his surprises. I don't think earlier. the main event's official yet. Main right, it's not, not official, yet. right? We right. think it's going to be. I thought Michelle Watterson did the, the little dance on her Instagram yeah. or TikTok. You know, main event. Right. I guess she. Uh, maybe she was just trying to make it happen. <laughs> who's from what, who's from she supposed I, to be fighting? Uh, Marina Rodriguez. Uh, Rodriguez. Yeah, Rodriguez. It's a great fight, and and I don't know why people are crapping on it, but I, I get I get the letdown from thinking it's going to be TJ. Right. Yeah, I mean, I get that. Yeah. And uh, from, what, from what I understand, off, right? And from what? From what I understand, that fight will be at 125, not 115. Which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I For think the short notice nature that. of it. Oh, yeah, of course. Why bother? Cerrone, do, do we think they find him an opponent? Emil yes. Meek. Emil Meek? Is that, is, that, is that your pick or is that the rumor that's right my, now? That's my, that's my pick. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'd love that. Yeah, I think that would be a fun one. Yeah, that really helps. Yeah, I, keep, keep I, 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 I control uh, our MMA Fighting's Instagram page. Emil Meek has tagged us <laughs> like every hour. <laughs> like he tags us, like Junkie, like ESPN, Era Hawani. It's like I every I'll wake up and it's like Emil Meek has tagged you in thirteen stories. I'm just like Jesus, man. And it's just like <laughs> give me the fight, give me the fight. <laughs> really hope that's it. Oh, Neil, Neil, oh Neil, Neil's next. Guy. Oh, he Gregor does, on, he on, does on, Angela Hill, Ben yeah. Rothwell's fight. Good fights. Gregor Gillespie, Neil on Neil. Yeah, Gregor Gillespie, Diego Ferrer, Bill Haas. Come on, who, who put the that crochet comment out there? The the crochet <laughs> boss comes back. 
Uh, and and, and we'll be and we'll be doing we'll be talking about Bellator's card on Friday too, and what they'll have. Yeah, they we have will. Make, yeah, we, we we lost Romero Johnson. I don't want to talk about that. PFL that's, week that's a great three. Card too. Yeah, PFL. We will definitely Diego, be talking about. Gregor Gillespie is fighting. Gregor Gillespie is fighting Diego Fajeda. That is a ridiculous mm-hmm. fight. That's it's good still, stuff. Man, I don't know if this, I'm looking at topology, so I don't think this is the proper bout order. But man, like. I like. They haven't announced fight. the bout order yet. Yeah, this fight night Mike ruled. It, it was an awesome, awesome fight night with that original main event. Obviously, it's a really good fight night now. But yeah. oh, yeah. I mean, to, an- to answer your question yeah. on the po- on the pre on the Q and A, I believe AK. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his, his first name, but Adeshev fighting on fighting Ryan Benoit it- three and three and three in his career. Uh, so he could be <laughs> three and three. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. He just yeah, lost he's a weird to guy. Like, He like got off to a hot start with like Bellator, and yeah. then and then was picked up by the very strange. I didn't know. I've never seen him with an arc like his. So very strange. Yeah, he's all in two in the UFC. Yeah, yeah. and then and the Bellator card the day before, we're gonna have obviously a great main event with Archuleta Pettis. Anthony Johnson's you know making his comeback against you know a victim. Um. Patricky Pitbull, MVP is back against a quality opponent with Derek Anderson. Patchy Mix has a short as as on the card. Um, Henry Corrales is making his bantamweight debut. We might we might do two post fight shows next week. You know what? Let's do it, guys. Let's do a Bellator one. Lorenz Larkin. Lorenz Larkin is back. Come on. He's fighting Rafael Rafael Cavallo. Let's talk about something stupid though. Why is why is Lorenz Larkin not fighting Michael Venom Page? They're like that is day. to me is so like I get both fights rule, but a like one of them should be fighting Lima, and then the other or fighting each other. Like get it together, Scott Coker. <laughs> Look, I, I asked, Chow leaves and everything goes to shit. <laughs> they, they they lose their matchmaker. No, this was pre. I know, this I know, was I'm Matchmaker leaving. <laughs> you think Scott Coker and Rich Chow are gonna give Michael Venom Page a hard fight? No, come on. Derek Anderson's a, I, good, a good I, step up though. He, oh, he's so – I love that fight. I love Michael Venom Page, uh, Derek Anderson. But as soon as Lorenz Larkin signed, I was like, if you don't give him the title shot, give me Michael Venom Page. And it just hasn't happened. <laughs> okay. But look, so I, ta- I talked to Lorenz Larkin after the Japan fight where he looked, yeah. like, ridiculous. And I asked him about that fight specifically. He, they, they and he said it. that – yeah, they're both they're – both, in the, under the same management firm and all that, mm, they're both uh, paradigm guys, yeah. and that's that's they're kind friends. of part of it. They're also yeah, really yeah. good they're, friends. Like Lorenz, beat like I I got the sense that they became really good friends during fight week. Like they were on the same card, and they just became like buddies. No, no friends in MMA fight no each friends. other. Savages, savages. Be a savage. Savages. Urgh, yeah, you even heard you even heard Yuri tonight. Yuri's like Yuri's like uh, you know he's chief, chief he's from the Czech Republic and he's like he's like Blahovich is my neighbor. I like him, but if it's for a title, yeah, well whatever. Yeah, I'll, fight I'll, him. I'll, I'll knock his yeah, head so, off. There you go. Maybe. We, and listen, I'll I'll be there. I will oh, be yeah. at that Bellator card. Oh yeah, we're so. gonna have some we're gonna have some excellent coverage then next week. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. Yes, I will. I will be there on Wednesday and uh, yeah. Alex, Alex Savis will be maybe Alex Savis will come on the post show. She's working that card. Nice. There what we go. About, but what about awesome. what? About, oh, I dropped my laptop. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, what about this, Alex? But I guess we, I guess we now know why, why, 
Alex. My Alex. I my think Alex, it's time for, called I, cool. Why she called cool Alex? I think it's time for. I think it's time for you to go to bed, Alex. <laughs> I was gonna say. I think guys are I calling think, me. I think they need me. I think they need me to help with uh, stories. Maybe I should. Maybe I should leave. <laughs> I think you should take Bellator off. Go find a new color to paint your wall, and then you know. Get it together. That's better than the landline. That's better than the landline. I have my laptop balanced on some books here. Okay, to Why? get it to the proper height. Because so it's at a proper height. So I'm not, you know, I've got it exactly where I need to be. But I just got a little, you know, I got. I start I talking about cool I, Alex. I, I think it was just yeah. showing your ceiling well, fan for like a couple of seconds, like or whatever. I was thinking, yeah, is there anything else? Like, <laughs> a, a poster of, of Jose up in my no, okay, yeah. thank you. Nothing like that. So it's uh, all good. Oh man. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning Bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Oh, that was great. All right, let's go to the let's go to the peeps. Oh, Good God. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh God. Sorry. <laughs> I love you, AK. I love you. <laughs> I'm not leaving on that note. I'm answering this first question, then I'm leaving. <laughs> All right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. That was from our oh, that was from earlier today. Earlier, earlier. The question. Yeah. About All right. Um, okay. Let's talk about this. We didn't talk about it, but. Ooh, too small. The Marcos DQ was crazy. Ooh. It happened. I mean, AK, let, AK, let me uh, let me ask you this: Was this like the worst possible result for Ren and Marcos? Like, could could this have gone any worse? No, because obviously, <laughs> I, I think the opposite. I think straight up lost would have guaranteed she was cut. Right? Even though it was an exciting fight, even if they led one fight in the national, she probably wouldn't get cut. Uh, based on what we were saying earlier, she would have been below five hundred uh, in her overall pro record. It would have been her. Third, fourth straight loss. I think it's more than that. It would have been her fourth straight, fifth, fifth in her last six fights. Um, so I thought this one that the fact that she was competitive looked good, and two, the fact that it had a screwy finish. I feel like you can't. I, I, I feel like you can't cut her off of that. Um, it, I, I think Pinero was like on. Well, I, it was only the first round, but I mean, I think Pinero looked good. I think she was the favorite to win. I think she was going to win, but we'll never know if she would have won a decision now because the way it ended, uh, or or if she would have finished Marcos and what have you. So, uh, it was crazy. I know, uh, Casey, you didn't love the call. So, but so before, uh, just sort of in advance, I'll say it was an legal strike. I think it did a lot of damage. I don't think. Pinheiro was necessarily acting. I know Felder kind of threw it out there in the broadcast. She was definitely hurt. Um, and, and, and mainly because I think she was winning the fight, which is why to me it wouldn't make sense that she would want to take an, uh, a way out like that. But who knows? Maybe she was tiring if you want to you know, go, go down that road. But I'm okay with the call that was made by uh, Mark Smith. Uh, it, it was 
crappy way to end the fight. Um, and then, Casey, you're more saying you wish it was a no contest. Is that right? Yeah, I absolutely wish it was no contest. Um, I believe it was completely accidental. I mean, considering the, the first kick was right to her shoulder, and then the second kick just you know, just kind of went, went up, you know, a little bit more. I just thought it was an accidental. I mean, there's, it just, it just, it's, and the rules, the, the rules are set up that way to protect the person on the bottom. But we, but we wind up having the situation where it's the person on top that's the person that's, you know, or, you know, me. And uh, I just think it's a stupid role. I mean, I thought um, uh, Angela Hill tweeted out the same thing. She says, up kicks from the person on bottom should be absolutely legal. That's not the, in- that's not the, the intent of the rule. To protect to protect the person above, it's protect the person on the bottom, and um, yeah, I just think it's a crappy it's a crappy rule. Um, okay, even if you're if you even I mean I hate I hate ground the knees I hate that the ground the knees are illegal. I hate even more that up kicks are illegal. So um, it's a stupid rule, and if that lady wasn't faking that kick, Random Marcus has the most vicious up kick ever in MMA. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> it was. It looked odd. I'm not gonna say she. I'm not gonna say she milked it, but it it looked strange. And you know, I think we all we we were all thinking what Paul Felder was saying. That's all. Did you see the video that Helen Yee posted of Pinheiro getting like carried out? Like if if, if, oh, if she can't. Watch it. Yeah, if you can't, like I'm. It, it, I'm surprised they didn't like force them to bring a stretcher out if you're gonna if she can't physically get to the back on her own will. Mm. You know what I mean? Like where's the stretcher? I thought that was kind of weird. It's, it was yeah, an odd situation. What, oh so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm watching it now. She's literally like being mm. carried like a baby out to yeah. the back by her coach. I, I mean, how many knockouts have we seen in this sport? And like people get to get carried out like a baby. Like there was just Legal or not legal strikes. That's just that's just kind of come on. It was odd. Yeah, it's it's odd. Uh, I'll I'm say not it. saying she's faking because who knows, <laughs> but it was odd. We've been working in this sport long enough to to recognize that's odd. That's all. It was Look, Casey. Just just go all in on it. Stop stop backtracking like Felder did. Felder, I think was uh, was oh, feeling. Felder, it. I think he was. I think in the back of his mind, he was thinking about, oh my gosh, if I go too too in on this narrative, Josh Joshua Fabia is going to. Uh, gonna get another call from fabia for uh for you know my disrespect of the fighters and for for creating these negative storylines so i do think the influence of the influence of fabia was felt tonight of course and paul felder would not want to make would not want to make that mad mad. (laughs) it's because it's because it's because fabia taught diego sanchez the heart punch remember yeah remember what he was saying about michael Chiesa? he he taught my he called diego sanchez the punch of death he clearly taught random marcos the upkeep of death (laughs) okay yeah well, I thought the case of it wasn't it a death choke or something, or maybe both. What? A, it was like work, a regardless, it's all skull. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, you know, Felder, he graduated the school of self awareness. That's all I can say. He did well. That's and that's why he has a broadcasting gig, and someone like yeah. Josh Fabian. No. All right. Yeah, Fabia. Fabia is the Gary Busey of MMA. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. And Paul Felder, with his commentary, he was doing like the verbal hokey pokey. He was putting the the thought in, then he took it out and then he yeah. kind of put it back in again and then he shook it all about like he did all that stuff. <laughs> uh, does Yuri get a title shot? If he wants it. Yes. It just I mean, depends. It's up, like, it's, not up to it's up to the UFC. I'd still say to give him ratchet just to have those two on standby for Jan and Glover. Uh, Cause like we all yeah. agreed, Corey Anderson probably deserved a title shot and he's had to fight Jan. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
should have just put those all on the same card rather than a week. I, what I don't want is them fighting like a week apart. Like I get why, like because Ratchik and Yuri rules as a five round fight, but that fight's not going to go five rounds, so might as well just make it a three round fight and make the co-main event. I hope Yuri gets it. Um, that would that would most likely mean that he would have to wait till December at earliest, maybe the new Probably year next year. Oh, even next year, yeah. Depending how crazy the uh, I guess the Jan Glover fight goes, but yeah, that is a long time to wait. Urgh. If yeah, they, so that's if, that's if, the issue. Yeah. If Europe opens up anytime soon and they want to make like a Ratchet Yuri like main event somewhere in that part of the world because they're both from that area, I'm all about that too. Like just a number one contenders fight for like the Eastern European, that'd be great. Do you get some? Um, and I know they're very different, but some kind of almost Justin Gaethje vibes from Yuri, Tony like, Ferguson Tony for sure. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, Justin Gaethje in the sense that um, he just came into the UFC kind of like not as a prospect, but basically, here, we're going to give you a top-level fight, and you win this fight. You're, 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 you're pretty Michael much Chandler. Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler. Yeah, Michael same Chandler. Thing. Same, yeah. That just, yeah. You win exciting, you're there. You know? So, yeah. You only fought one time in UFC. Yeah. So, that's cool. Good. Yeah. I mean, so I'm sure they Yuri's, Yuri's kind of getting the success that Manel Cape Kind yeah, of, I was about to say. Didn't get, what yeah. I'm sure they wanted Manel Cape to do, but it didn't work out for him. And Manel Cape had a shorter path at flyweight. Yeah. <laughs> One win, he yeah, probably would have got the title shot. Yep. 100%. Uh, yeah. One more uh, question for me. I better, okay, I better we already answered that one. Go we'll do my that. part for the for the writing. Okay, um, Thank God. Oh no, sorry, that was a mistake. I didn't mean that. Oh, okay, well, you know, again, it's not my birthday, but I, I welcome all the love. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to write that up there. Um, here Happy Halloween. You know, all, anyway, all mistakes. This is just for Jose and me, I guess, because I know you guys are going to do your show tomorrow. I um, I don't hate this fight. Uh, John Deegan says Reyes versus Anthony Smith. I don't hate it because there was some sort of beef. I think in 2018, but I think they squashed it. Uh, it was mostly like someone alleged turned down a fight and vice versa. Um, I don't hate that fight at all, but if they want to do like Reyes versus like Jimmy Crute, I don't hate that either. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm fine with any of those guys in the, like the top seven area. Um, even Santos would be a, even Santos would be a banger, but then I don't know if you want like the loser that would be on what a four fight losing streak. Between Reyes yeah. and Santos, I don't think you want that to play out. Yeah, yeah. we'll uh, as you said, we'll we'll talk more in our matching show. But I'll just say I'm probably angling more toward like we don't have to keep putting Reyes in there with top fifteen guys. I'm sure he wants thinking. to again, but I would love to go outside of the top fifteen and just look a little bit further down. Maybe get the loser of some upcoming matchup that's coming up. Um, again, I'll to listen on to like, the next one to, to find Craig, my pick, but. Craig and Jamal Hill, I think. Sure, I mean, that's, that yeah, I think they're, they're right out there. Yeah, exactly. Is, and, is uh, Serkinov matching up with anyone? Serkinov's Sir, coming off I, a loss, right? Yes, I don't think Who's, he's matched up Who did he just right lose now. to? Who did Serkinov lose to? Span? Span, yeah. Yeah, yeah like Serkinov, Reyes, I think that'd be a scrap too. Um, yeah, we can go. We yeah, can go low. We don't need to. Yeah, let's let's tell because again, it's these are th- those are three really tough fights. John Jones, Yamovich, your your uh, you know your Prochka. There's no easy fights uh, at the at the stage of where Dominic Reyes is right now. But we can kind of try to help this guy rebuild a little bit. You know, I think there's I think there's still a lot uh, that Reyes has to offer to the UFC. So uh, this is this is where I think boxing does get it right. Um, mm-hmm. If it was Dominic, Re- if Dominic Reyes was a boxer, he would be fighting someone that. I don't know. Not even a, like 
uh, just, playing just, OSP. No, no, I, I was thinking. I was thinking. Already, Kuda, I, was thinking I was thinking Kudalaba. Kudalaba That's what I'm saying. Jacobi. Again. Yeah, Kudalaba or Jacoby, like kind of that area for for, for Reyes. That's that's why I, if I if I'm Reyes' management, you know Reyes, you know you know you no know guys are big egos that they wanted to give me. You know, give me the top guy. You know, the biggest guy. You know, but I would about, uh, I would pay someone outside the top fifteen or right around outside the top ten De- at minimum. Who's Devin? Who's Devin Clark matched up with? He was supposed to fight next week, I think. What about Menafield? I know he just. Oh no, he was supposed to. He was supposed to fight tonight. He was supposed to fight Kutalaba tonight. Right, and he had to pull out. That's why Menafield got him. Mm. Yeah, Menafield. Someone like Dominic Reyes, Menafield. Those those fights kind of make sense. Nah, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. You can't put Menafield with that guy. Shooting it down already. What about Shogun? Can't do that. That's that's better. I don't mind that. That's fine. Shogun's probably on his way out if Reyes gets the win. He gets the rub of beating a former champ. If he loses, then might as well just start losing weight. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah, Menafield just it, just not enough experience. That's that's like way too big of a mismatch. No, no disrespect to Menafield. I just feel like. What about the loser know. of Jamal Hill and Paul Craig? Like Craig and Jamal Hill are what fourteen, fifteen, something yeah, like I, that. That's I think that's I think that's a fine idea. Yeah, yeah. They're both uh, 14, Paul 15. Craig is the only one that's beaten uh, Ankalaev. Remember we got that like submission oh, yeah, that, like, that yeah, like last second. Yeah. Yeah. Saved his career. <laughs> yep. The only yes. blemish on Thiago 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 the problem is so like light heavyweight division has had so many like people leave, like Jones, Rumble, Corey Anderson, like they all left. DC. Yeah. All, like DC. They all left like in the span of like two years. So like two years ago, if this is this if we have all those guys, like Jamal Hill's not ranked. Like Jimmy Crute's probably not ranked. Ryan Spann's probably not ranked. So like a lot of these unranked guys just happen to find themselves 15, 14, 13. You can do the rematch of those, Demir. It's not a horrible idea because that fight was yeah. pretty controversial. Yeah, very. Yeah. Just I don't, don't give him Ankle Lyaf. Don't give him Ankle Lyaf. No, 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 no. I know, I know, I know the UFC's no, no, already no. like please yeah, no, don't please do that. Don't. Please don't do that. Yeah. Terrible yeah. idea. Or a middleweight that wants to go up, maybe. Yeah. Like remember we fought Weidman. Reyes Reyes versus Luke Rockhold. No, I want Anthony Smith to fight Luke Rockhold if Luke Rockhold. Yeah, yeah. Back. <laughs> I, oh, I, that's definitely the fight to make. I don't know why. I don't know what we're, what we're waiting on with that one. But right. are you leaving us, AK? Is that what's about to happen? Well, I, I think, think so. I, I think we're all leaving. I think we've, we're all we're leaving. Out. Yeah. Okay. Well, we, what? All right. You guys, are, you guys are done. You don't have to leave just because of me. Is it my? Is it my? Am I, am I shutting the show down? No, me. We, we, we can. Oh, I guess we've done an hour. Right? Yeah, this has been an hour. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. An hour and ten minutes almost. Holy all right, all right. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about okay. Loma. Loma. I know. No, way way early in the card, but I love I love watching Loma fight. I'm really bummed she didn't get a post fight interview because I just I love hearing her speak. Yes. And um, I saw someone answer. I asked that, and some someone answered. I think with a somewhat reasonable answer, like, oh, it wasn't like one of the top. It didn't just didn't fit in because it went to a decision and it wasn't like a, it was kind of confusing. Like it wasn't at the top of thirty or the top of the hour or something. But I'm like, was she literally the only one who didn't get? Maybe I shouldn't say that. No, no, she wasn't. She was well, the only one that didn't get. Uh, she didn't. She didn't speak to us on Fight Island either. Huh? Maybe maybe she's yeah. not comfortable doing interviews. So it could it's, be. Yeah. No, no, you know no. What? She she she's fine doing she's that. Fine. The UFC hasn't, you know, given her, you know, presented her for you know, the cameras. She was the only one. She was the. I'm looking at the lineup now. She was the only f- winning fighter that did not get an injury. Oh, uh, 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 Pinheiro, obviously. But other than that, uh, she was the only winning fighter. That, that's weird. 
It was weird. I don't get it. Oh, you know, maybe, maybe because they didn't have a they didn't have a proper translator. That's yeah. the other thing. Yeah. That could actually that I that could that that's actually which the, also could have been the issue on, on Fight Island as well. Yeah. Um I, I I love Loma. I think Loma looked great. She was expecting to win this fight. Give Sam Hughes another chance. Sure. I think yeah, this matchmaking is insane. Tisha, Tisha Torres on I think she was short notice, I assume. Yeah, so, it was short notice. Yeah. But whatever. Less than a week. That's that's an insane to find Tisha Torres at UFC debut. What? And then uh, and Loma looked with me, who's just again it's a blue chip uh 115er. I mean, I, I know we all she's really a 105er, but yeah, I, I was going to say, she's Lo- small. Yeah. Loma looked like just thicker than usual in there. Sure. Because she's not like cutting she might is, is there a walking? No, I know, I know. Oh, yeah. No, no, I'm saying like from the Fight she Island card. Oh. That I, yeah, like she spent time bulking up. Yeah, I think maybe. she did. Like maybe that. she fought. Maybe she fought Junyu Fry, and she's like, "Oh shit! Like I got to put on some stuff." <laughs> yeah, yeah, she yeah, just looked. She physically, like she obviously is not. Eat, she's still the smallest one fifteen, but she just looked more muscular in there to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, but Sam Hughes. Sam Hughes is good. She was winning some of those striking exchanges. Mm-hmm. Like she's a talent, man. Let's please give her someone that's closer to her experience. Oh, well, I shouldn't say that because I guess technically she has more pro MMA fights than Loma. But you know, I think people know what I mean. More, combat sports combat experience. Sports experience yeah. Yes, combat sports because Loma's very experienced. You know, things, but yeah. Uh, yeah, give Sam Hughes. If she gets, Sam Hughes gets cut, I mean, it wouldn't be the worst thing because I guess she could go back to LFA or she could go, you mm-hmm. know, get more experience elsewhere and come back. But I'd like to see her get one more shot at the UFC. Yeah, Dude, she brought it tonight. That was a scrap. She was the biggest dog mm-hmm. on the card. It was a close fight. Mm-hmm. Good fight. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, good fight. Uh, Positivity, right. guys. Positivity. That's what I like to hear. And Felipe Calares is just the toughest dude on planet Earth. Holy Are crap. You me? Wow. That was, that was some opening fight. That was wild. But all right, I guess we're done. KB Bullard, keep your head up, buddy. Keep your head up, KB. Right. Yeah. Just now everybody go. Up. Now everyone go. Now everyone go watch the highlights. Of Andrew Ruiz, Chris Ariola, because that fight ruled. Yes. And AK and I will be back tomorrow morning, probably like eight hours from now, recording on to the next one, matchmaking. And thank you to Dustin Jacoby and Iwan Kutalaba. We don't have to matchmake for either of those guys. So there you go. Our show will be a little bit shorter. That means more time for listener suggestions. So hit us up and you'll hear them all tomorrow. So for Jose, AK, E. Casey Lydon, I am Mike Heck. Thank you for watching. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Happy birthday, AK. Stop it. Listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it.